0: You're listening to Following the Way, a podcast devoted to the examination of Scripture and Christ-centered practices to help us live in devotion to the way of Jesus. Hello, welcome everyone. I hope that you're well and that you've had a good week. It's Friday. We're heading into the weekend here. We've had a couple days of rain and I was able to fertilize my lawn and we're heading into a weekend that looks like it's going to have the warmest temps of the year so far and so that's encouraging and uh, things like that are always something that uh, can give us joy but you know also for me heading into the weekend is a time of busyness and, and can leave me feeling weary as we prep for a bunch of things with online services and everything with weekends for me everything's been turned upside down for the last eight weeks or so with the coronavirus. And a few podcasts ago, I, I spoke about not growing weary and doing good out of Galatians 6. And there's another angle to this, this reality of weariness that we find, can find ourselves in. And I think that it comes and goes and and depending what what's happening in your life. But certainly in this current situation that we find ourselves in, in this current pandemic, weariness is a reality for many people. And Maybe it comes in ebbs and flows. I know sometimes for myself, that's what it feels like. But I want to talk about another angle to that today uh, in the context of a passage in John 4. And that is how we respond and how we receive when we find ourselves in that place of weariness. And so in John 4, we come to this just incredible story that we know so well and yet it has so many profound details in it that um, leave me just in awe of who Jesus is and how he responds to people and what he does in when he finds himself in a state of weariness. And so I want to read here a few verses. Uh, I'm not going to read all of it but I'll read a few verses and then you can um, If you want to have your bible open in front of you as you listen to this um that certainly would be beneficial but if not just just listen so it says in john 4 verse 7 a woman from samaria came to draw water actually sorry i'm going to back up i'm going (laughs) to read a couple verses earlier than that and i should preface this by saying that jesus was weary he there's pressures of ministry that were happening for him There was the religious leaders were pressing in on him and there was a lot of activity around his ministry and he was actually, he was heading back home, but he had to pass through Samaria. And so it says, so he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar near the field that Jacob had given to his son, Joseph. Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. You would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. One of the first things that we find in this passage that's really odd is that this woman is at the well at a very odd time. It's noon and she's alone. Normally, women would come to the the well early in the morning. They would come in groups together. And so already we see that there's something about this woman that's different and has led to her being in isolation. And maybe it's self-induced. We don't know. But Jesus engages her. And this... when he says to her, give me a drink, it's not demanding. In fact, I would say from what we see in the story, it's invitational and welcoming. In fact, the woman herself is even surprised that Jesus would say anything to her because she says, you're a Jew. Why would you be speaking to me? The, The Jews and the Samaritans didn't get along and she certainly wouldn't have expected that Jesus was going to even speak to her in any way. And and so as they're having this dialogue, then in verse 10, there's this interesting approach by Jesus. He draws this woman into conversation and he's saying, I, I know something that you don't. I, I have something that you need. And so when they, when he talks about this living water in ancient times, when there would be a spring of water that would come out of the ground, they would refer to that as living water it, because it bubbled up from seemingly from nowhere in the ground. But Jesus here, he's not speaking about this water that comes from a natural spring. He's speaking of a spiritual reality that sees this living water as welling up inside of us. Now remember, Jesus here, it says that he's physically weary. And yet he is speaking directly of a spiritual experience of renewal and refreshment. And I I find that contrast so profound in these verses. And he's saying this physical state, there is water available for, for our physical state, but it will not satisfy us. In the moment, it will. But this is, it will always, we will always have to come back for more. In fact, what he's saying is what we need, and he's saying to this woman, what you need is this wellspring of eternal life, the water that I will give to you. Now, Jesus, he came asking for water. And that's how he engages the woman to begin. And he's weary and she probably saw that that physically he probably looked exhausted. And yet his intention was to offer this woman the water that she was really in need of. And so we see how in Jesus, how we can respond, how we can respond in weariness, but how also on the part of the woman, how do we receive in a state of weariness? Because from what we see in this text and as it goes on, this woman was in a profound state of weariness in her life. In verse 15, this woman, the woman expresses her desire to receive this water. She says, I, you know, sir, give me this water. And, and then we didn't read this, but in verse 16, when, when she says that, Jesus immediately makes it personal. Jesus invites her into vulnerability. She had to come to a place of revealing what was really going on in her life, and the choice in that was hers. Jesus didn't force her, she could have at that po- point just shut the conversation down. But she, as Jesus invites her into this conversation, she responds. And in response to her vulnerability, in verse 17, Jesus speaks specifically into her life and reveals that He knows. Far more than she realizes. In fact, later in verse 29, when she's speaking to the people in her town, she says, she testifies. She says, come and see the man who told me everything, who told me all that I ever did. I think a lot more was said by Jesus, obviously, than what was recorded here. But this was a profound conversation. And Jesus, what he does with her and what he does with us is he gets to the heart of the issue In our lives and and as he does this the woman actually her first inclination is to try to change the conversation she wants to get into a debate of about worship as the samaritans had different beliefs than the jewish people about where to worship and and jesus he answers that as well while getting to the heart of the matter where he says you where you think you you have to worship no that's wrong we, we as the Jews, we, we know where to worship, but God is seeking worshipers. And so this thing of God seeking those who will worship in spirit and in truth as he talks about here, it's tied to the living water inside of us that we need. And so Jesus speaks about worship in the spirit, worshiping how it's in the spirit. It's from the Holy Spirit and it speaks of pursuit and hunger and desire, yearning for for God's presence and the increase of it. And then he speaks about worshiping in truth, meaning in accordance with the whole counsel of God's word. Jesus says, I didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. He came to bring a fullness to everything that God had revealed, but it's living in accordance with the ways of God as revealed in his word. That's worshiping in spirit and in truth. And when you think about this to a sinful messed up, broken, dysfunctional woman who Jewish people didn't even have regard for, wouldn't have cared about at all. She was rejected even by those around her. To this woman, to that woman, Jesus reveals to her as plainly as he ever did to anyone who he was. He told her, I am the Messiah that you are seeking. And it's, imp- it's profound. profound. And so I want to encourage us today where you're messed up, where you're feeling defeated, where you're discouraged, like you don't measure up. Jesus has time for you. Jesus has time for us when we are in those states of weariness in our lives. Jesus will meet you. He wants to meet you. He purposely engaged this woman. There was intention in him in what he did at that well. It was not happenstance. It didn't just come as a result of, oh, I happened to be here. No, there was purpose in what Jesus was doing. And I find it so profound and and, and, and to think about how Jesus in this state of weariness that he was in, but also reaching out to this woman who is in a state of weariness, he he ties worship into it. He ties this desire that God has for people to be living lives of worship to him. And it's tied to how we receive the healing that God desires to give us in worship, in our lives, when we're in a state of weariness. And so, in this desire for Jesus to meet us and he's willing to meet us, we see that, just like this woman at the well, we have to be willing to get real. We have to be willing to listen. Those are the two things that she did. She was willing to listen and she was willing to get real. And so I want to ask you some questions to end today, to put before the Lord and to spend time in prayer with. And, As an encouragement, because Jesus wants to meet with us. Where do you need Jesus to meet you right now in your life? Right now, where are you feeling worry? Weary. Maybe no one knows, and maybe you're feeling worry as well, but no one knows. Maybe, maybe no one's aware of the extent and the level of your weariness. But Jesus knows, and Jesus wants you to share that with him. Where where do you feel broken? Where do you feel in need of refreshment from Jesus? And he's there. He's willing. He's saying, don't just try to get the, the stuff you need just to make it through today. No, look, look for the living water. Take the living water that I'm offering to you that, that leads to this spring within you that, lead, that wells up to eternal life. That's what we need. And Jesus is calling us. He's calling you into worship today. He's calling us to worship in spirit and in truth, to worship with the full counsel of God, to worship with submitting ourselves to God's way and welcoming the presence of the Holy Spirit into our midst. One of the things I want to just end with today that I find so impacting is that this woman was so changed and transformed by this conversation with Jesus that she went and she began to share as I already stated that she went to share with people in her town what all that Jesus had told her everything she'd ever did and she was profoundly impacted by this and it says that because of that many in her town believed in Jesus when we meet Jesus we will reflect Him to others. We can't help it. When we meet Jesus and when He's working in our lives, we will want to share what He's doing in our lives with others because it is changing and affecting everything inside of us. And so be encouraged. You have a Savior today who wants to meet with you. He's waiting for you to meet with Him. He's inviting you into relationship with Him. And so let's do that today as we go forth into the weekend, as we go forth into another day, and we don't know what awaits us, let's know with confidence that Jesus is there every step of the way as we follow his way. Be blessed, have a great day, and we'll see you again.